Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Jane Allen. Jane, you are the CEO of the Nashville Entrepreneur Center. You're found in, well, obviously you're in Nashville, uh, but you're found on the web at ec.co, world's shortest domain name that, that I've seen. Oh, wait, no, there is the, I think maybe like t.co, there's the one letter, with, but uh, shortest domain name that I have ever had in memory uh, of guests on this show. But Jane, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. Happy to be here. And what does the Nashville Entrepreneur Center do? You know, the Nashville Entrepreneur Center is a nonprofit started 12 years ago, quite honestly, by visionaries in this town who all were, most were entrepreneurs, um, to be a front door for entrepreneurs. And so I would say we're not the startup center, we're the entrepreneur center. We work with entrepreneurs throughout their life cycle. And if you go to our website, you'll see this life cycle graphic. And yeah. so we work throughout the life cycle, including being a place for people who have had really nice exits and they come and they meet and we bring in speakers for them. So it really is connecting entrepreneurs to the resources they need to increase their probability of success. Yeah. You know, I I have to say that, uh, so in my market in Orlando, I have both benefited from and served with a uh, similar type organization, small business, SBDC, Small Business Development Center. um, And um, I, I don't know where I would be today if it weren't for that, because not only did, you know, being the beneficiary helped me with an you know, somewhat of a graceful exit that I needed to make, which was a very difficult, you know, again, talking about life cycles of business, you know, this was at a, you know, somewhat mature stage. And, you know, we, I needed to find a way to kind of shutter aspects of that business. And so thankfully, because I had good advisors, we did that about as gracefully as you possibly could, you know, a very tough thing. Um, and then because of my, you know, I had been kind of, uh, meanwhile, had also been serving that led to just opportunities. You know, the funny thing happens, Jane, when you're just out there circulating with other entrepreneurs, you know, you're mentoring yourself, you're working with mentors, opportunity just starts to happen, which I would imagine is something that you've observed quite a bit. Yes. I mean, it, it is, it's a, it's a magic and that's what, um, you know, it really is. It's, let's say I have, sometimes I think I have the best job in the world because I get to work and be around these creative people and the ideas, but also the execution and just being able to balance that and watch people work together and, and see things come to life to help solve problems, especially over the last two and a half years that we've lived through. It's been, um, I'm very fortunate to be able to be where I am. Yeah. And so, um, 
you know, in terms of like those who are listening here, um, you know, I, I want to deliver a lot of value for someone's like, well, cool, but I'm not in Nashville. <laughs> Exactly. So I obviously I want to ask you about your observations in working with, uh, you know, businesses of all stages. What are some of the trends that you've observed that you're like, I think that every business needs to be aware or needs to consider these, you know, maybe evolutions or, you know, how the market has been, you know, here we are in kind of a, a post-pandemic world, but yet there's still a lot of changes that are around in and around us. There are a lot of things that are going on. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, on a macro level, I look at it almost as no matter where you are in that life cycle, you get to plateaus. And, you know, you get to a point, whether it's, oh, I've got to get to 3 million, I've got to get to 10 million, I've got to get to 15 million. And, and sometimes you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, do I really have what it takes to climb the next mountain? And I think that's a time where founders really need to do themselves a favor and take time, which none of us take time, but yeah. really take time and try to figure that one out. Because in some ways you're re- redoing the business over and over and over. And, um, you know, and often it really is worth it. Um, but I do think that's what I see is I'm at 3 million and I'm totally stuck or I'm at 15 million and, you know, I'm exhausted. Um, yeah, we all are. It's hard work. It's hard work, but what's your goal and what do you want to do? And do you have the ability to maybe change some of your personnel? Because to get to 30 million, it might need different skill sets than what it took to get to 15 million. So just really having a group or a network or an advisor, like you said, Josh, that can help you sort of sort through these things. And I think so often as founders, we wear it all on our shoulders and we really don't take advantage of people that can help you um, think through. And, you know, I know one of our founders, we do a podcast called Circle Back and it is for people who have had really nice exits that help build this city. Mm, and mm. one of them, who is a gentleman named Phil Bradison, who then after his nice exit served as our mayor and our governor, Um, And now is with another very successful company, but his is your job is to separate the signal from the noise. And I think all of that is noise, not bad noise, but noise. And then you've got to figure out what really works for you, your company and your employees. Yeah. Can I ask you, Jane, um, you know, to, to share just a bit about why entrepreneur centers are so valuable or vital to the local economies of our cities like Nashville? Sure. Um, you know, in some ways, when I started my company, we didn't have this. And so I just had the wherewithal, not sure how, but just to cold call a bunch of people in this town. I didn't know what an entrepreneur was. I just knew they had businesses and they were very, very successful. And I just cold called. I have been a teacher, a lawyer. And I thought, I want to think and more like you. <laughs> and so mm. what do I need to do? And I learned about accountability and goal setting. And it was almost like a crash course in business. And in and, and some of those people, a few of them continued to meet with me every quarter. And it was the most helpful, and I would say, helped me really get started. And then at various times through the journey, when I would get to those plateaus, I would call on them. 
And so the Entrepreneur Center in Nashville was started because a lot of those people and others came together and said, we need a front door. We need a place where entrepreneurs can come because this isn't a textbook. You can't read it. Everybody's journey is different, but yet there are fragments of it that is very similar. And if we can help and we can pour time and money into that next generation, we can create this circle of giving, which helps make this city and other cities so vibrant and alive. Entrepreneurs are problem solvers. And so having an organization that can help people solve real problems and do it faster and create economic growth, not only for their life, but the employees in the community, I think it's critical as we, as a country, continue to look at innovation and moving forward and how we're going to continue to bring innovative solutions to both consumers and businesses. Yeah. And, and Jane, in, in the case of the Nashville Entrepreneur Center, is this all taxpayer uh, subsidized or, or, or how does the how, how does the business or how does the business or the financials work for uh, organizations like NEC? Yeah, our organization, and I can't speak to all. You're understood, yes. But our organization is really supported by individuals and uh, business partners in our community. Wow. And so we have a little bit of local and state funding, but most of it is truly through the original white paper with successful business people and entrepreneurs to give time and money to help that next generation. So we have over 300 volunteers and we have people that financially support this org. To me, that's part of our secret sauce of Nashville. Um, People really care about the city, about the future, and they give their time and the money to give the hand up to help the future entrepreneurs be able to help us continue to grow and be a very creative, dynamic community. Yeah, um, you know, and and you know, to those who have done well in business, um, what are the you know other than it's going to make you feel good because <laughs> it will? Uh, but what are the advantages? What are the benefits to mentors and you know those who have done pretty well in business? They've got some great experience. They've got a little bit of extra time that, that you know, I, I'm I've always been of the opinion that you know I, I like the idea of you know, taking one's resources and, you know, I, I think a 10th is, is, is great. It's like, so if I work a 40 hour week, can I allocate four of those hours to just doing good? Right. And and with no profit motive whatsoever, just, um, and if think about the, the, the global impact, if we all contributed at that level, um, but obviously, you know, I, I think you've got some insights on, you know, the benefits. And I shared some earlier, too, just in terms of like it led to a whole new company. You know, when I was just out there, in fact, I'll be very explicit here. What exactly what happened is my volunteerism with our local organization um, led to people saying, hey, thanks, great. But now we have funding or, you know, fellow board members were like, uh, you seem like you know what you're doing. Can we hire you? And and it's kind of funny because I was advising on PR, even though I wasn't that wasn't my college background, but I had just done very well with that personally. Uh, and I had to call a PR friend of mine. I'm like, uh, 
I've got people wanting to hire me for PR is, can I do that? Or are the PR police going to come after me? So, um, but again, it's just like, you know, if you've got a little bit of time that you can dedicate, it's amazing what opportunities will come about if you're not just keeping the car parked in the driveway, go and take it around the block, go give other people rides in it and you'll be amazed at what happens. Okay, that's that's my plug uh, for volunteerism if you're in Nashville or other cities. Uh, but Jane, I'm sure you've got a good uh, call to action for that. Well, you know, it's, it's multifaceted. I mean, you know, there's the old saying, you get more than you give. Yes. And, and it comes back to you tenfold. And, and, and I do believe that is true, you know, for myself, I mean, I'm retired and I thought if I can leave this place a little better than I found it, and I can impart some of my experience to help others, not only entrepreneurs, but people I work with people I come in contact with. And, and then, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm called to do. And, and I think everybody is wired differently, but what I do see is um, it, it, it helps in so many different ways. One is it expands your circle. I mean, you're around people that aren't like you, except you're both entrepreneurs, but you know, I get to work with 18 year olds or 20 Mm. year olds or 70 year olds, but they're people that had a different journey and a different path than I had. And so I can learn every single day. And, and so for me, being a continuous learner is important. And so I, that's the reason I do think, you know, just being able to be around people. And while I might be pontificating or giving advice, I'm also learning a lot. And, and I think it's a twofold, even though I never went into this thinking I had a lot to learn. Um, I think that's part of our journey is con- to continue to grow and learn and evolve. And I think volunteering gives you such an amazing opportunity to do that. Um, you know, it also broadens our perspectives. Um, you know, when you meet the, you know, the person who has been living out of a car because, you know, yeah. they, they had their business during the pandemic and it down and, but yet they're creative and they have initiative, you know, you want to help that person succeed. And, and, and so I think, you know, again, I believe it's really good to bring different voices together and different experiences together, and it creates this amazing tapestry. And so for me, volunteerism is just trying to expand one's network, so to speak. And I hate the word network because it's Mm -hmm. used such in the business context to make money, but I use it in the personal growth and, um, you know, and just giving a hand up and trying Mm -hmm. to help someone no matter where they are. And, you know, and so I think volunteering is just part of what we're called to do in relationship. And, um, and I think you get so much more now to your point, Josh, we definitely have people also who are, you know what I could invest, I could get on a board seat. I could really help expand the business connections. We have some that are, you know what? I live in a corporate America. I see the same people day in and day out. I want a little bit of, um, um, I, I want more, I want creative outlet. And so they'll volunteer. And then, you know, so you have people who come in to volunteer for so many different reasons, but most of them are really, how can I help so that this will be a place that my kids and my grandkids still want to live. And we do that by pouring into the next generations so that Nashville is a city where our kids and our grandkids want to come to. 
Yeah. Uh, Jane, for those who are listening to our conversation and there are markets outside of Nashville, sure. um, what, I don't know if it's, you know, uh, you know, maybe advice that you'd share or, you know, maybe how they can get involved or, you know, how, what, what's your plug to people that's, you know, someone that's living in Seattle or something like that, that if there's like, well, if I could leave them with one message, well, maybe you already just shared it, <laughs> uh, but, but what would you, what would you want the world to know, uh, you know, from, from uh, world headquarters in, in, in Nashville? You know, well, Twofold. One is if most of the audience are those people who are building their business and they're pouring into their business and they have family and they have other commitments, it's real easy for me to sit here and say, oh, you should also volunteer. <laughs> um, I think the reality is you can volunteer every day with the people that you surround yourself with by, you know, going to lunch and just taking a moment to really listen and, and, and be a part and alive in the community in which you are. But when you are at the point where you do have capacity, and then I would say there's nothing greater than really getting out of your comfort zone in some ways by being around people that you wouldn't normally come in contact with and just being open and being a light in the world. Ah, I love it. All right, Jane Allen, CEO of the Nashville Entrepreneur Center, found on the web at ec.co. Jane, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. So appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stop by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.